This is Fire News Now, bringing you news and information from around the fire service. Proudly brought to you by the NEP Media Network. It is Tuesday, December 21st, 2021. I'm Grace Underwood. Rocky Mount, North Carolina firefighters responded early Saturday to a fire at a QVC television network distribution facility, which left one worker dead. The massive blaze broke out just after 2 a.m., and officials report that as much as 75% of the building was destroyed. Due to the size of the building, the North Carolina Forest Service assisted with 47 helicopter drops, delivering over 11,000 gallons of water onto the flames. Sadly, rescuers located the body of 21-year-old Kevon Ricks more than 36 hours after the fire was reported. QVC had previously reported that all employees had made it out of the building safely. Rocky Mount Fire Chief Corey Mercer spoke about the fire at a press conference. This was a very large fire upon arrival. Uh, there's been a defense attack from the very beginning, and we currently have units from six counties and approximately 45 different agencies on scene working. This has been a tremendous effort by everyone to try to extinguish this fire and prevent it from spreading to other parts of the building. About 1,200 people work at the QVC facility on an average day. The cause of the fire is under investigation. A man is in police custody after an off-duty firefighter was shot and killed in Alabama. Pelham police responded to West Stonehaven Circle around 1.30 p.m. Sunday and found 46-year-old Christopher Easter dead from a gunshot wound. Officers arrested and charged Aristola da Vinci Jenkins with murder. Jenkins is currently being held at Shelby County Jail. Easter celebrated 18 years of service as a firefighter in EMT with the Birmingham Fire and Rescue Service this month. Easter was a hockey lover and dedicated member of the Birmingham hockey community. Fans of the Birmingham Bulls hockey team flooded social media to share their sadness on Easter's passing. Birmingham Fire Captain Brian Harrell shared condolences for Easter's loved ones. Everybody's a little shocked, you know, and of course saddened. We're very disheartened about this death. We very rarely lose members of our family. Birmingham Fire Rescue, a big family. On behalf of our fire chief, we are very saddened for his family, and we hope to be here, and we will be here in any kind of way, any kind of capacity that his family and friends need. The fire department is offering counseling services for those who worked with him. Easter leaves behind a wife and family. Seattle is expanding a unique program that pairs firefighters with social workers. The city announced the expansion Thursday and hopes it will play an important role helping those that are homeless, many of whom are going through some mental health crises. Veteran Seattle firefighter Roger Weber gave Fox 13 Seattle an overview of the program. The extra outreach stuff for the social work paperwork. We have adult diapers, we have um, feminine hygiene products, we've got all sorts of outreach supplies. Time consuming, it's energy consuming. I've told people this is the hardest job I've ever done emotionally. And I've signed up for another six to nine months because I believe in this. We are actually connecting those people more where they need to go. Seattle currently staffs two of these units, known as Health One, with a third planned for early next year. Each unit costs around $470,000 a year to operate. Fairfield, Connecticut is welcoming its first female firefighter in more than 30 years. Caitlin Clarkson Pereira's six-year-old daughter Parker pinned a badge on her mom last week after she was one of the 67 recruits to graduate from the Connecticut State Fire Academy. 
Pereira made headlines in 2018 when she ran to represent the 132nd District in Connecticut's House of Representatives. News 12 Connecticut caught up with Pereira after she was sworn in last week. I always saw firefighters as the world's greatest problem solvers and also people who were most likely to help other people. There are some people who haven't been happy along the way with some decisions that I've made because you're upsetting the status quo, but that's the only way that we make the world a better place. According to the Women in Fire organization, only about 4% of American firefighters are women. Pereira's first shift is on Christmas Eve. Loudoun County, Virginia employees, including Loudoun Career Firefighters Association, IFF Local 3756 members, have earned the right to collectively bargain. A majority of the Loudoun County Board of Supervisors voted earlier this month in favor of an ordinance granting employees the right to negotiate for wages, benefits, and working conditions. Collective bargaining had been banned in Virginia since 1977 after the state Supreme Court ruled it unconstitutional. The Virginia Professional Firefighters and its affiliates worked hard for years to bring it back. Finally, in May, legislation went into effect that gives local governments the option to create ordinances recognizing their employees' labor unions and allowing collective bargaining for public workers. Loudoun Local 3756 members worked during two campaign cycles and helped elect several labor-friendly candidates to County Board of Supervisors. The ordinance is effective immediately, and Local 3756 leaders anticipate negotiating their first contract in about 18 months after outstanding labor management issues are resolved. For the first time in history of the Miss America competition, one of the contestants was a firefighter. Danielle Morse, an eight-year veteran volunteer firefighter with the Whiting, Vermont Fire Department, represented her state at the annual competition on December 16th. While Morse was not named Miss America at the 100th anniversary competition event, she has launched several initiatives to support sick kids as Miss Vermont. This includes a program to support children's hospitals and raising more than $10,000 to purchase comfort items, such as blankets and stuffed animals for pediatric patients. Morse is a recent graduate of Castleton University, where she obtained a degree in nursing. Emma Broyles, Miss Alaska, was named Miss America 2022 at last Thursday's competition in Connecticut. And finally, Ottawa Professional Firefighters Association IFF Local 162 members are working hard to make their community merry and bright this Christmas season as they wrap up this year's Toy Mountain. For 52 years, Ottawa firefighters have made sure thousands of children in their community have something special to open on Christmas morning. Ottawa firefighter Cameron Taylor said it best. You don't want to hear about kids not being able to have something on Christmas morning, and uh, it's pretty important for the, for the community, I think, that we all come together, especially in times of COVID, to make sure that uh, everybody uh, is uh, you know, taken care of. Over 15,000 toys were gathered this year through a parade, fire stations, and various businesses across the city. In addition, the Ottawa Professional Firefighters Association was proud to present a gift of $25,000 to Toy Mountain. 
From the NEP Media Network, this is the December 21st, 2021 edition of Fire News Now. Thank you for tuning in and remember to subscribe to Fire News Now wherever you get your favorite podcasts.